0: Hello everybody. I'm here with Brielle again. I can't even tell you how many people have messaged me with feedback on our episode. Honestly, like everybody loved it. They were like saying how it was so good to listen to the whole thing and giving y'all what you want. I brought her back on. (laughs) (laughs) So the other day she posted an IGTV, reminding me so much of my situation. So do you kind of just want to give a brief summary or just, you know, recap on what it was about.
1: Yeah, so I just posted an IGTV and honestly it was very much inspired by you because not inspired by you in the subject matter, but um I was just like I'm just going to post myself like in my bed like after my shower like no makeup like not not even caring like just holding my phone up to my face. Um just cuz I was like I'm this is the moment to just be raw and be authentic. But so basically, I was just discussing how I move through my my shit, basically, like how I move through um, any blockages in regards to feeling fear or, or lack or, uh, yeah, basically fear and lack, just how I move through that using emotional intelligence so that I can bounce back to being, you know, my goddess essence, my highest version of myself, the, the person who I want to be in the future Um, because I'm always calibrating myself to that person all the time. So it gets closer and closer to reality. So um, in that situation, I remember I was feeling a lot of fear and lack and it was around like career. So a lot of fear that was coming up for me was like, oh my God, like I have this new program launching. Like what if people don't sign up? Oh my God, what if people never sign up? And then like, sometimes it could even spiral to like, Oh my God, like, what if I'm a failure? What if I don't make money? What if I can't support myself? And it just like, you know, it could keep just going down the line about like how far you can take yourself into fear. And it was just from one thought. And then I, I kind of got into thoughts around lacking money and lacking resources and lacking knowledge. Like, I don't, ha- I don't know enough about health or who am I to be coaching people or how are people going to trust me if I don't have, Um, a a degree in college, things like that. So it was just like a buildup of these emotions coming up for me. And I basically just discussed how I took a moment to recognize what I was feeling. And I defined it as fear and lack. You don't always have to define what it is that you're feeling, maybe recognize it or even feel a space in your body where you're feeling it. So for example, sometimes people have tension in their shoulders when something comes up, some people feel it in their heart, in their gut, um, maybe a migraine or a headache. So just recognizing where in the body that comes from. And then maybe you can define the words if there are words to describe how you're feeling. And it's a very simple process. Basically what I do when these type of feelings come up, which I know everybody feels these type of things, I just, I choose a better thought. I say, you know, okay, so if I'm feeling this and I can create a sentence out of what if clients don't sign up for my program, I shift my thinking to what if more people sign up than I could ever imagine? What if this works out in best case scenario? What if this is, you know, the time of my life where like I'm going to be thriving and just changing all of those what ifs From a downward spiral to an upward spiral of motivation. So I change it into what if everything works out exactly how I want it to or even better. And that's really how I kind of get myself out of that funk. And ultimately, it's a choice. People say, like, oh, I can't help how I'm feeling. But yes, you can. Every single feeling and emotion that you experience is a choice. And it's triggering to hear, especially when you're like, no, my life sucks. I'm sad. I'm depressed. And it's triggering to hear that you're choosing that, but you absolutely are. And it's really about getting those skills in your brain reprogrammed so that you can use your emotional intelligence quicker and faster so you can be in your funk and then get yourself out of it. No matter if that means, you know, you give yourself 10 minutes or a whole night or maybe two days to feel it and be in it because you have every right to feel what you feel, but then choosing to get yourself out of that so that you can calibrate back to your highest version back to who you want to be and you're not sulking and making yourself a victim of your circumstance all right that's it for this show
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but really I I have so, so much to reply to that and I'm just gonna try to keep it as short as I can but wow um I just have like sometimes I have similar feelings And I know that, you know, everybody does, everybody has, you know, the fear-based feelings. It's, it's, you know, nobody lives in, in. I'm sorry. I can't even (laughs) say straight. Okay. So sometimes I think like, who am I? Like, I'm not a coach or anything like at all, but sometimes I give people advice and I'm like, who am I to give, you know, I have a similar feeling. Like, why should someone trust me? And like, you can't say certain things because first of all, Like, you can't say, like, oh, this will heal this, this will heal this, because you can get sued, first of all, and, you know, even when I work with companies, sometimes they have, like, a list of things. It's, like, you cannot say this, 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 you cannot say this, this heals this. You have to say this supports this, and sometimes I'm, like, you know, just like you said, like, I don't have a college degree, and a lot of people are, like, okay, you give advice on this, but, like, were you certified, you know, and it's, like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have, like, this special certification, like, it's are you really reputable sometimes and you know I have those thoughts too sometimes um and how you said like you change it into a positive I I love that because I do that as well um for the most part not all the time obviously but um for the past like year or two I've been living with Brayden and his mom and I've just been like, oh my God, like, I want to move out of here so bad. Like, I just, I'm so ready to have my own house, my own apartment or whatever with my own family and everything. And I've just been like complaining and and depressed and upset. And like the, the fact of the matter is like, we cannot move right now because Brayden works out of his garage. Like he needs his garage. He needs his lift to work on his cars and stuff. And like, we can't move into an apartment. He's not going to have like any way. I mean, he can make money in other ways, but like his business is in his garage like i can't do anything like yeah we can move down the street and get an apartment but like what is why would we waste money like that when we could just live here and like it's not bad like bottom line is it's not bad it's not a bad situation but i was just so ungrateful and once i let that go my life literally changed like my I started getting like so many deals, like with brands. I started like growing. I just started like, even just like personally, my mind shifted, like I felt better. My health felt better. I felt more energy and stuff. And even like when you said you have a negative thought and you like turn it around, like even with my birth, like my whole pregnancy, I was so scared to give birth because like in the hospital, because I always thought that they were gonna try to trick me into a C-section the whole time. Like that was my worst fear. I wanted a natural birth so bad. And I was like in a place of fear, but what I did, I always told myself, like, Oh my God, Ashley, what if they what if they trick you into getting like an epidural or something? And I I was like, Ashley, it's not gonna happen like that. You're gonna have the best birth ever. And I I would say that literally after every negative thought I had. Like every single one. And my birth went better than I could even imagine just because I kept it positive and I always finish my negative thought and turn it around with a positive. Um, and I think people don't realize that how powerful that is. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, so I always say like, when you have a negative thought, try to think of what you're grateful for about what you're thinking of, if that makes sense. You know, like, like you said, like, what if this is, like, my breakthrough? What if I have, like, so many people sign up instead of, like, thinking, like, oh my god, nobody's gonna sign up for me, and then it just, like, attracts some sort of energy, like, high positive, like, vibes to you, and it's just, it's such a different way of living, and it's, like, like you said, emotional intelligence is, like, something that's very powerful. Um, How did you get into emotional intelligence?
1: So I always knew the idea of changing your negative thoughts to positive, especially through positive affirmations such as I am beautiful, I am abundant, I am whatever, like just those type of things. I always was aware of doing that and journaling that. And I think that that works and it's great to an extent, but just journaling and writing out things can only go so far if you don't believe it. So when I was introduced to what emotional intelligence really was, this is when things changed for me. And basically what emotional intelligence is, is just knowing that you are in control of your feelings and you get to make the choice of whether or not you want to feel this way, how long you want to feel this way. Sometimes you don't even need to define why you feel this way. We are spiritual beings and sometimes things just come up for us. And we don't know what it is. Some days you wake up and you're like, you might be feeling a little bit sad. But are you going to sulk in that sadness all day and binge watch Netflix? Or can you switch it around and say, I don't really need to be sad. I have trees outside. I have food in my fridge. I have a family who loves me. Let me switch that to happiness and gratitude so that I can level up my frequency to something that I want it to be. And even if at first you don't truly believe it, you eventually will. And I invite you to to calibrate your frequencies to the place where you do believe it. But sometimes, you know, we get so deep into our shit that we really have to train the body slowly but surely to believe these things. And 100% you will start to believe them the more that you practice the reprogramming of the mind, the emotional intelligence, switching your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I really, I really recommend the book *The Secret*. Have you read it?
1: No. Everybody tells me to oh read it. Oh my god, it's a classic too. I know it is. Wait
0: a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you this girl on Instagram. She, you know what Human Design is?
1: Yeah, I've heard of that.
0: Okay, so she does Human Design, and you know how you have that group in WhatsApp? hmm She has. She started a WhatsApp group and. She has the book The Secret, so she just started like a huge group, and all she does is just post every single like every day like what the the thing is to do that day. Um, but I think that you should join. I don't know if she you can so I'm sure you can. But she she posts it to her stories. But every day you do something different. It's all about gratitude and your life. Literally, like I I got the book from the library, and I only got to like the third or fourth day, um, and I didn't finish the whole book, but even just doing the day one and day two, like day one, you just write 11 things you're grateful for every time you wake up, and then you repeat that for the rest of the book, and then day two, you get like a rock, and then you place it next to your bed, and then you look at it, and every time you look at it, you think of like positive thoughts and stuff, Um, but it just keeps on going on and on and on, but after you write what you're grateful for, it's like, you feel so good you feel so good about yourself especially starting your day out like that it just starts it off on like a positive note um but i'm gonna send you her page because i really feel like um you would like her um okay but yeah i really i recommend the book the secret um if you're feeling like you're lacking somewhere you feel like you're not you know too grateful that book will it will change your life you get it from the library um most of them um another thing I wanted to talk about, like you said, um, you know, emotional intelligence, like that's another thing that Brayden has taught me that, you know, from my last relationship, like this just goes to show like who you surround yourself with can really, really damper your mind. Like my last relationship was so bad. Like it was bad. It was toxic, but, and I didn't really know it, but when I like, was with Braden, he taught me, he like, he's like, Ashley, like, this is emotional intelligence. Like, you literally cannot change the past. There's no need to dwell on it. Like, you can't change it. There's no reason to react to something that happened a long time ago, unless you're, like, healing from trauma, which, you know. Um, and I'm like, how did you even get your mind to be like this, you know? And he's like, it just took me years of, of training and altering my mind. Like, you just, doesn't make sense to dwell on it, dwell on anything. You're living in, like a negative state, and nothing good's going to come to you if you're just always thinking about what happened to you in the past. You have to accept it and just move on. And I think he has a book called Emotional Intelligence, but um, I'm not really sure. Um, but I'm—I think there is a book on it. I will have to look that up. But um, it's just—it takes a long time to alter your mind. Like this is not going to happen overnight, but you can you can get out of that negative state if you really want to for sure
1: um
0: so how do you how do you focus on abundance instead of what you're lacking
1: um well actually something that was recently brought to my attention was when i was speaking to my mentor and i was telling her like I desire so bad to get out of like my job, um, not health coaching, like my job job. And I was like, I I was like, as much as I try to be grateful and I try to be happy with where I am, I was like, I want to live on my own. Like I want to be traveling. I want to be doing what I want. I want the money, like I want it all. And she was like, she was basically like telling me that it's not about your circumstance. Um, it's not about your circumstance changing, it's about you changing, and then your circumstance will follow, so an example that I used recently, I actually posted about it, was that um, a lot of people know that I have a dream of, like, going to Costa Rica, like, living there, being there, whatever, and I just always try to remind myself, like, what's the difference of Costa Rica you and New Jersey you? There shouldn't be a difference. I shouldn't, Do different things throughout my day. I shouldn't think different things. I shouldn't act a different way just because I'm in a circumstance that is not, you know, the most desirable, but rather understanding why I'm in this space and using it to the best of my ability to level up because the universe responds to that. I feel like the more that I show the universe that I am so grateful uh, for everything that I have, you know, my house, my family, food in my fridge. Being able to even get paid at a job, um, that really is what brings me closer to my vision and it makes it feel more real rather than when I'm dwelling or I'm feeling like I'm lacking because lack does not lead you to your dream life. It's really crazy that you said that because honestly, I went
0: through the same exact thing. Like When I had a job, I literally, I was so, so, so miserable there. And it wasn't even about the job. It was just the people I was around. But the job was amazing. But the people that was around just really, really brought me down. But like you said, like, when I quit that job, I was not happy. I still wasn't happy. I'm like, okay, like, I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders, obviously, because I got out of the toxic environment. But at the end of the day, like when I got home, I'm like, okay, like, I'm still not happy. Like, I I don't know why I'm not happy. Like, I I left what was making me unhappy and I was so miserable. And I was just like, and Brayden's just like, Ashley, like, there's something wrong. Like, why are you so depressed? Like, you literally don't work. Like, I, like, we would argue all the time because, like, when I was working at Whole Foods, I obviously wanted to, like, you know, have a job on Instagram or whatever and he got me a camera he got like this nice computer and had i had all the resources literally everything had all the time in the world and i was just like i don't want to do it i just didn't i didn't have the motivation i was just like i don't want it like i didn't want to work on anything i was pregnant that's not an excuse i'm just saying like i was pregnant at the time and i was just like i don't want it like i don't want to do it right now and I still wasn't happy because I was so focused on like, I want to get out of this house. I want to get out of this house. Like I want to leave and I couldn't do it. And I was focusing, I was stagnant for, for months because I was just so upset that I was living here and it just doesn't make sense because I had no baby. I had nothing holding me back. And I just still chose like not to follow my dreams just because I was focusing on what I didn't have rather than what I did have. I had literally every resource in front of me to just do what I wanted. And I was just like, I don't want to do it because I live here. And mm-hmm. like, I don't want to film in front of people. Like I don't have like the nice office and stuff. And now when it's I like had a
1: build up of excuses, I've done the same. We all do it.
0: Yeah for months and it just it didn't make sense I had literally no responsibility at all like no bills like nothing and I was just still like whatever like I'm just living here like I'm gonna wait until I have my own space to start what I want to do which doesn't make sense at all but it just goes to show like when I was focusing on the lack I never was grateful I was not even acknowledging what I had I was just like okay like I don't want to do it because I live here I want a nice office I want my own space I want to be able to film wherever I want I want like better appliances. I want this, this better lighting. And like, it was just, it held me back for so, so long. Mm -hmm. And once I finally let that go, I was thriving, like crazy. Like stuff started to happen. I started to meet new people all the time. I started going like networking and going to New York, like every weekend, like, like as a mom, like with a baby, like, Mm -hmm. and the fact that I wasn't doing that when I had no responsibilities just because I was focusing on the wrong reasons that just like, I don't regret it because obviously I wasn't ready for it, but yeah, just focus on what you do have because it's, it's very powerful. The universe will give you exactly what you want or what you need at the time.
1: And that's exactly what the emotional intelligence is. Like, for example, you said like, when you let that go, that's when opportunity came to you. Mm -hmm. And, um, Like with emotional intelligence, it's so much more about who you are or who you choose to be, no matter what your circumstance is. Like, for example, if I know that I'm, you know, in my dream life, I make a million dollars, I travel, I live on the beach, I have to be that person now or I'm never going to become that person. So it's so much more about your energy. And that's why you said like when you switched out, Your thoughts, more opportunity came to you because you changed your energy.
0: I love that.
1: Yeah, thank you. But it's (laughs) very
0: hard. It's, I can, you know, it's hard to change your energy when you're around negative people. I can just, I, I know that a lot of people are surrounded by like toxic family members or toxic relationships and stuff, and I know it's very hard to change your mind when you're around them and but you can do it but you know i just i have some family members when i am when i'm around them i'm just like in defense mode i'm just like like i just adapt to their negative energy and it's very very hard but you have to just ground yourself and just don't listen to them like when when if you're around somebody who gossips all the time who's just so miserable and negative like just try your best to just and like whenever they say something negative reply with something positive and just try not to fall back into that mindset.
1: You be um, in your power always. Have to,
0: yeah. Um, what do you do for self care, like when you're feeling down?
1: I guess it depends on what I'm feeling and, you know, exactly what's going on. But usually, if I'm having an emotional experience, majority of the time it's not truthful things it's thoughts or stories that i'm building up in myself so i really just try to give myself space so i do really simple things like meditate take a shower like a hot shower maybe just read a book and sometimes it does mean you know just watching tv and kind of just like you know not being in my thoughts um yes tv and you know that kind of stuff is a distraction definitely like not social media because I find that social media can sometimes, if I'm in a certain vibration that's so-called negative, fear, lack, judgment, something like that, and then I go on social media, that can bring me even deeper into that. Um, so I really have to be in my power to be on social media so that I know like what I'm doing is perfect, because there's so many people succeeding on social media that can bring you down, but I try to use it as a motivator. But yeah, so self-care, just simple things journaling writing out my thoughts taking a shower resting i try to just take it easy on myself when i'm feeling those type of things and just having compassion for myself having an experience
0: yeah i i see that like comparison on social media is very very hard like you i know a lot of us struggle with that um but if you're ever if you ever find yourself comparing try to just turn that into like what you're grateful for. Like when you're just like, oh my God, like they're, they're living here. Like, I really wish I was there. Like, you know, just be like, I try to just be like, I'm grateful for this, 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 this. I'm grateful that I'm at this place in my life right now because I'm not, you know, but that doesn't always work obviously. But when you have, when you have kids, it's kind of hard to find like self-care time, especially if your husband or boyfriend works nine to five, or if you're just like, a single mom but what I do when I'm like upset like the easiest thing I can do with Ellie is breath work so I will just like when I'm feeling like upset or something I just close my eyes and I'm just like breathing in patterns and that really grounds me but everyone is different do whatever you feel called to obviously like like you said it's different for every feeling every situation mm-hmm.
1: um there's good too because um it's it's different than meditating because it's you're actually like moving the energy out of your body like if you're taking deep exhales like like whatever it is like actually moving that air that energy out sometimes i find breath work is a little bit more effective
0: yeah and there's like shower meditations there's like bath meditations you guys can do it's like what everything is online just whatever you have and what you can do and fit in when you're feeling upset it's great to feel those feelings but don't like she said like don't stay in it don't choose to stay in that state like try your best to like get yourself out of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it doesn't bring you down okay how do you let go of fear
1: so i feel like a lot of us focus in on like letting go of fear and getting rid of it and i think that's where we fall short because fear it it doesn't just go away. We're always going to have fears in the back of our head. And it's really about like another thing my mentor says, she says, putting on your your Louis bag with the fear in it, putting on your heels and just walking away with it. And that's something I love to hear because it's like, like for example, or even like with you or with me. So whatever, posting online and being vulnerable online in general, as a coach, as an influencer, whatever it is, um, there's a fear there. Like people say like, Oh, you speak so well on, on your stories. And I'm like, the first time I ever like talked on my story, my heart was beating out of my chest. And, um, I just, it was, it's about sticking with the fear, but you know, saying, you know what fear you're going to, you're going to go stay here and I'm going to still move on. Like, even though you're here, I don't care. I'm still going to do what I have to do.
0: I, I agree. Like when I went to my first networking event, I was going alone and I I don't usually do that because like I said, like the past like year or two, I was living in like a negative state because I was just focused on what I didn't have. And I just didn't get out. Like I, when I get d- did go out, it wasn't like with a group of women, you know. So this was, like, my first time, like, after I had, like, the breakthrough. I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm so motivated. Like, I just want to go to New York. I just want to network. I just want to meet women. I just want to be surrounded by positive, like, influences to me. And I went to this event by myself. Brayden didn't go with me. I didn't have Ellie with me. No friends. Like, anything. I didn't know anybody was going to be there besides, like, one of the educators of the company that I'm, like, affiliated with. But obviously, I can't talk to her. She's, like, she's going to be speaking. So... I went there and I was like, Oh my God, like the, I definitely went out of my comfort zone. Like this is nothing like I've ever done before. And you know, I'm lucky that I had Braden because I mean, I would have did it regardless without him telling me, but like, he really motivated me to be like, Ashley, like, what do you have to lose? This is, this is good for you. This is something that you're, you love to do this kind of like, you love what they're going to be talking about. Just enjoy yourself. Just go and enjoy yourself. I freaking walked in that building and I literally like, I wasn't I was nervous, obviously, but once I let that fear, like you said, I just embraced it. I just went in and just did it anyways, because I was like, I was like, oh my God, like I already bought the ticket. Should I just not go? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, no, Ashley, you got to go in there. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I went in there and honestly, after that, I'm like, okay, I'm literally here to learn and just grow so there's nothing to be afraid of and after that I just started going to as many as I could alone and it's like once you go out of your comfort zone it's like wow this isn't really that bad like,
1: and then no- you can celebrate yourself after because you're like damn like I was so scared and I still did it
0: yeah I was like I'm gonna go get a vegan crepe after this like there was like a place two to <laughs> Go get a crepe that I went here by myself but I didn't get a crepe but um yeah, it's just so rewarding once you step out of your comfort zone because, you know, usually nothing bad comes from it. You just learn more about yourself. Okay, how do you live in abundance? Um,
1: so I, I don't think it's so much about like how, well, I guess it is, but we are all abundant. We're born abundant. We're born infinite beings. And then somewhere along the line, someone, we allow people to take our power. So it's not that we aren't born with this innate power, it's that we give it away to people. People who drain us, people who are unworthy of our presence, um, society, even, you know, not even knowing you're giving away your power. So living in abundance is really just coming back to you and recognizing that you as a human were put on this planet to be abundant. And no matter what your purpose is we all have some type of purpose our purpose is abundant and I think the how I guess to get closer to feeling like you are that because we all all are that is just recognizing what you have and uh, travel did help me a lot with this because I I saw people living in circumstances I could have never imagined living in and then I even put myself in some of those situations like on purpose and it still was never the same as what they were experiencing because i knew i had my house to go back to and my car and my job and my money and my food and my infinite supply of everything because in america like we have grocery stores we have jobs like people think that it's not abundant to you know like for example you can for most of us can probably walk to a mcdonald's from our house because they're like every mile um it's abundant to be able to walk to a McDonald's and get a job. So it's just about recognizing all the abundance around you and recognizing synchronicities. So I've noticed things in my life, you know, when I, when I came from a place of abundance rather than lack, something else came to me. So another, an example of this can be like, maybe spending a lot of money on something that put fear into my life. Um, and I chose to live in abundance rather than fear. That money came back probably two or three times more, so it's just doesn't happen right away. But of course, being in that sense of abundance will allow more abundance to come. And it's not about needing it or desire—not desire. It's not about needing it or feeling like it has to happen and latching on to it. But just doing things out of the the gift of give and receive. You know, you give abundance to people, you serve people, you'll get it back. It's all about that energetic exchange. If you're serving the world. The world will serve you back. You know, if you're doing good things, you'll get good things back. So it's a lot of, I guess, karma, but also just recognizing what's around you. If you have a place to live and you have food to eat, you're already, like, more physically abundant or materially abundant than most of the world.
0: It's funny that you said that because, you know, I I talk about Braden a lot, but he's just an example (laughs) that I have because he's, like, all that I, like, I don't really talk to anybody, (laughs) but... He will, like, go out, like, this is just something that I don't even ask anymore, but, like, every day he'll go out, not every day, but he'll go out and buy, like, an $8,000 truck, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, this is my new work truck, like, if I have a problem, I could always sell it, and he'll, he'll be like, oh, I'm going to buy this car for, like, this much, I'm going to buy this car for this much, I mean, obviously, like, it's for his business, but, like, sometimes he just buys so much stuff, like, at one time to flip, and I'm like, are you sure that you want to just, like, buy all this stuff? Like, you want to put that much money out, like, right now. Like, buying a truck for $8,000, like, randomly. And it's, like, he's, like, I'm not worried about it. I could just make the money back. It's not, like, it's money. Like, you can always make it back. There's, there's like, no sense to have fear over it. And he'll do this thing. He's, like, okay, I want to make this amount of money, like, before, like, this month ends. And that's, he literally would just say that. He won't think about it at all. And he'll get, like, that plus more by just saying, like, he doesn't even, I don't know how he just doesn't even, like, worry. He doesn't, like, have, I mean, obviously, he has worries and stuff, but, like, when it comes to that stuff, like, there's an abundance of everything, and, and there's an abundance of money, and, like, I just looked up, like, how many millionaires there are in the world, and, well, this, this article was from 2015, but, um, There's 14.6 million millionaires in 2015. Wait, does that make sense? Is that real? That's a lot.
1: There's probably way more now.
0: That's a lot. And if you really think that you can't be in that number, then you are wrong. Like, anybody can. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. Well, this one says 36 million. I'm trying to find the date of it, but, you know, like, there's an abundance of everything. This was in 2017. I got it right 2020. There's probably way more now.
1: Yeah. And if you can visualize it, it can happen. Cause if you visual, if you can visualize it, that means it has happened before. So if you, you know, you desire to make a million dollars or to start your own business or to buy a Lamborghini or whatever it is, like you might think that these sound far-fetched, but there's somebody who's done that plus more. Many, many, many people who've done that plus more. Mm-hmm. So hmm about us like stopping allowing ourselves to stop playing so small and you know doing the things that f- feel a little bit unrealistic
0: exactly like when I was in high school um Brayden told me like we were I was probably a junior or a sophomore or something like that and he's like I'm gonna be a millionaire one day and I'm like yeah right like who are you (laughs) because like we just feel we just are raised like this like if you're not born into a wealthy family like your limiting beliefs are like okay you're gonna just go to college get a job and you don't even think that you are able to make a million dollars you're just like okay like this is my life I just am gonna you know pick a degree and then go for it but like when he said that I was like like who do you think you are like what what are you doing like i didn't know like i was just so confused because like nobody in my life had that mindset i was like who are you to say that like you know i was i was like okay that's cool but like it it just caught me off guard because you literally
1: can decide that's why i love masculine energy sometimes so much um i just noticed this more in men sometimes they just don't doubt themselves as much like there's not as much thoughts it's just you know what's gonna happen is gonna happen and it really is that masculine energy that I don't know it's just it's that energy behind it that just like I'm gonna be a millionaire or I remember like my boyfriend has always said that to me but I remember when I was like in high school I like I literally had another boyfriend and my boyfriend at the time wasn't just my friend like I would just see him around and he would come up to me at parties and be like I'm gonna marry you and I was like, you're fucking weird. And I was like, you are weird. Like, stop. And like, now we've been together for four years, probably going to get married. Like, so it's just about that persistence and believing it. That's so cute. <laughs> I <was> like, what? <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my God.
0: Um, another thing I just wanted to talk about quick was um, one of my friends, like, she DM'd me and she's like, She's like, Ashley, I have so many passions and I have so much I want to do in my life. And I just don't know what to do. I'm just so confused. And, you know, just, just thinking of it as a problem. I'm like, girl, you, that's not a problem. Like there's some people in this world that don't have a clue what they want to do. And they're like 40 and she's, she's younger. And I'm like, you are, you know, you can do all of those things. You don't have to just limit yourself to just one career. You mm-hmm. can do it all. You don't have to just be a teacher or, or a real estate agent, like you can do all of that. And I guess, you know, some people just think they have to pick one thing and go on with it and you don't have to do that.
1: No, we're infinite.
0: Okay, how do you live in the present moment?
1: Mm, So I definitely talk about this a lot, but definitely meditation, just I meditate every day and that just helps me like stay centered and be in the moment. And quarantine has helped me a lot, actually, with being more present because there's so much less to do that we're so like forced to be in the present moment. So usually my breath is usually what keeps me in the present moment. Like I'll just, whenever I can recognize it or be aware of it, just take a nice deep breath, calm down, stay grounded, and then like move on. Yeah, so it's not like some magical technique that I do just to be present. I just try to just find my breath, ground down, whenever I can throughout my day.
0: Yeah, a lot of people, they live in the past or the future. Like, they, they're never in, like, thinking about, like, right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, how, what would your advice be to the people who, like, are always thinking about, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do with for my future? What am I going to do with my life? Or they're always thinking about, oh, my God, like, I failed this class, or I failed out of college, or I lost this much money. So I
1: guess, yeah, so in regards to being stuck in the past, if it's something that you're beating yourself up over, like failing a test or losing money or, you know, your dad did something to you that you didn't like and you're traumatized by it, um, or you're mad at him holding a grudge, whatever it is, I think it's just about, um, letting go of, the past in that sense letting go of the things that haven't served you and looking at them as lessons so recognizing that everything that brought you up into today has everything that's happened to you up until today has happened for a reason whether that means losing money falling flat on your face failing whatever it is that had to happen to you to get you to where you are now so instead of looking at it from um, you know, a place of beating yourself up, find that sense of radical self-love and self-compassion to say, no, like I learned something very valuable from this and try to even maybe define what that was if it's a very deep-rooted situation that you're stuck in. So that's the past. If you're somebody who's stuck in the future, for example, do you mean like just somebody who's always worried about their future, concerned? Um, So somebody who's always worried about the future, I would say take a moment to trust and surrender, I would say a spiritual practice is a really good way to get yourself out of that um, attachment to the future. So just having a sense of unconditional trust and surrender to a power higher than yourself, or even finding that sense of unity with that higher power, because we are literally equal to it. Um, And, you know, having a clear path. So for example, like your one friend who said that she has so she wants to do so many things i think that to get yourself out of that worry of the future when you have so much in your head is to have a single pointed focus so even though you know you have such infinite gifts that you want to give out to the world start with just one and move forward with that one and then that one will blossom into two to three to four and you'll notice that well if you keep track of it you'll start to notice you're on the right path or that your path is starting to manifest and then you can say, oh, I don't have to be just this, I can be a, like, for example, me, I'm not just, like, a coach or a yoga teacher, I'm literally, like, I want to be, like, an international yoga retreat host, yoga instructor, like, author, like, all these things, like, I don't traveler, whatever, like, I have, like, all of these labels that I want to call myself, and I know that there's even more out there for me, and I'm not really stuck on it, like, I have a lot of things in my head that I want for my future. I always picture myself owning like a physical business, like a physical like wellness center, but it's not even something I'm like thinking about now because I'm trying to take it one step at a time. So I think if you're somebody stuck in the future, focus on one thing first and then branch out from there. And it's not to say to limit yourself to that one thing, but to let that one thing guide you to more.
0: Yes, and if you don't, pick one thing to do, you're going to stay stagnant. You're just going to be like, oh my God, I have this, I have this route. I have this route. I could do this. I could do this job. I could, you know, pursue this business. And you're just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And then you just think about this for months and months and months. And like, next thing you know, it's been a year and you're like, I still haven't made any progress on any of my dream job, dream life. What am I going to do? So just pick something that makes the most sense that you could do right now. And you don't doesn't mean you have to do that for the rest of your life just just try it out if you fail move to the next thing or you know you could best case scenario you you do one thing and then you turn it into your own business you can hire somebody to run that business while you move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. you know um I had something else to say what what did you talk about (laughs) Um, oh my god no 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 okay okay I got it So just like you said, like, I see myself owning like a physical business as well. And I have just like my friend, like I have so many different things I want to do. And I'm just like, dang, like, I can't balance all of these at once. Because like, if I have a physical business, my I mean, I can do the other things, but I'm gonna fall short with one thing, or the other things like I can't do six things at once. There's just no way. Um, But it's like, when do I start that? Do I start it now? And it's like, I, I understand how people can get into that kind of like, oh, my God, like, what do I do? How do I do it? And like, they have so much on their plate at one time. And it's hard to like, have that balance as it is the work life balance, but you have to just go at it. But don't, don't overkill yourself. Don't overfill your plate, because I've, I've overbooked, I've overdone myself, and it just, it's not good.
1: And burnout really leads to a longer recovery period. So if you're trying to use emotional intelligence to navigate your emotions, but you're burning yourself out physically, your body's gonna physically shut down and you're gonna need to take a much longer break than you would if you balanced out, you know, your time and your energy wisely.
0: Yeah, and I've had my fair share of that. Like when I, I used to be up all night long editing videos and researching and and all that stuff because that's the only free time that I had personally and I know that if you're a mom like I I understand like you don't get a lot of free time um and it's kind of hard to research while your baby's napping or your kids are you know running around and stuff but try to just find time where you're not gonna you know, overwork yourself because I was staying up to like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like just working, working. And then I had to be up like feeding Ellie in the morning. And it just led to me like, you know, being burnt out because I was just working too much and not sleeping enough. And I couldn't nap during her naps because they were like, what, like an hour, 30 minutes during the day. So I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, like me and Braden need to figure something out. Like we need to get on some sort of like, I get this much time to work you get this much time because I just couldn't stay up all night long, like when she's sleeping. So I've had my fair share of that. And it's not, it's not good. Um, What are some tips you have to like somebody who's lost and they don't know what their purpose is?
1: Mm, That's a good one. I would say start simple and just try things, get into new hobbies, like go take a dance class, go take a yoga class, take an art, class start painting start building things like it doesn't matter i would say the like i would say tapping into your creativity is a nice way to dive into your purpose like for example like veganism and like learning like cooking for me like learning how to cook and make myself like healthy meals like because that was so completely new to me when i dived into that that's what led me to want to be a health coach was you know, me discovering that I actually, like, love food, like, a lot more than regular people do. Like, I love what it does for you. I love the nourishment. I love the healing remedies. And it's just, like, it just led me so much further. Um, and it's not, like, something I knew. I always thought I was going to be, like, a choreographer or, like, a dancer or, like, some type of artist like that. So, interesting because art really did get me to where I want to be so that would be my advice because of my personal experiences because all of my interests have been pretty much art related um yeah and just just try different things journal journal so that you try morning pages as well like when you wake up I talked about this on the last podcast like waking up and just writing like free writing and try to fill up um two whole pages in your notebook at least and even if it's just like gibberish, like if it's like, you know, I don't know what to write about. I don't know what to write about. Eventually something will come out. And when you look back at those pages, you'll start to notice your subconscious mind will come through and you'll kind of know your real thoughts um, deeper than what you can experience when you're fully awake and not in that sleep state. So that's a nice way to kind of learn who you are and just trying to get more ritualistic get into practices that you like talk to people who inspire you, there's a reason why they're inspiring you, Um, even if it's not, like, the job you want to do, there's a reason why you're connected to them, or why you're attracted to them, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of people, you know, you should realize that usually when you go outside of your comfort zone, you start to discover more things about yourself you had no idea that you would love, like, when I started networking and stuff, I went to this event, and this woman has, like, a, um, like, a community, it's called, um, oh, my God, well, there's two, and it's one, it's, like, Babes Who Brunch, and then there's one, it's, like, um, hold on a second, Babes With Brands and Babes Who Brunch, so one's based out of D.C., one's based out of New York City, And, and it's just, like, a whole bunch of women, like it's a community of women who just get together, like in New York or DC, and they just network or they just share stories and just talk about their goals and they all support each other. And I was like, man, I didn't really, I didn't realize how much like I loved community. Like, this is like, you know, if I wouldn't have went outside of my comfort zone, I wouldn't have realized that. And I'm like, man, there's nothing like in the Lehigh Valley that's like this. Like, I should start my own. And I feel like me just, just getting together a group of women like who support each other like around Lehigh Valley or I mean it does have to be around Lehigh Valley like globally as well and just like hold events in the Valley and stuff like I just feel like that's such a great idea and it's something that I definitely want to do um, but I don't know how
1: much longer. So many people who would be interested as well um, especially in Lehigh, like I feel like I know this is it's weird to talk about on here because I don't know how many people from the Lehigh Valley are listening or whatever, but I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, people from the Lehigh Valley are so toxic. Like, fuck the Lehigh Valley. I need to get out of here. And then something that I realized is that, like, now that I'm, like, a little bit more grown than in high school, obviously, um, and, like, i traveled and now, like, I'm living in Jersey where I don't even really have access to these people, I'm, like, I have so many friends who I could have, like, been connected to in high school Um, if I would have just, like, been more open to other people. Of course, we were all young, we were all different people at the time, but there's so many beautiful souls that I've met in the Lehigh Valley, Um, and there's so many people that we still don't even know. It's not like you know everybody who lives there in one place, so. Exactly, and,
0: like, I I went to um, an event in Emmaus, and I'm like, where have you guys been like where are you like Mm -hmm. but most of them aren't really on social media which is like you know like you you have to get out and find people you can't just just expect them to come to you and that's what i i struggled with so long like a lot of people do say people from the valley are toxic but you are focused on the wrong people first of all and i i had this problem where i'm like dang like i really 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 want a friend like like-minded like somebody that I could just hang out with and talk to and you know the girls that I were hanging out with just we weren't on the same page we just were not on the same mindset and I'm not saying their mindset's wrong I'm just saying like we couldn't connect fully because we were just they wanted something different out of life that and they just we just didn't understand each other's lifestyle so it was just not you know I wasn't fulfilled in that and I'm like man I can't find a friend that like understands who I am and like it really sucks. And then once I started actually going to these places and, and networking and stuff, I actually found a group of women that's like, you know, on the same page and you guys are just focused on the wrong areas and the wrong people. But there's always good people out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Not everyone
0: is bad. Um, another thing I wanted to say is like, finding your life purpose. Like, um, I did this moon ritual a few years ago. And that's how I kind of like got an idea of my life purpose because this was I was at a place in life where I had no idea who I was I wasn't even vegan I was just like living and working at Wegmans just not knowing what I wanted to do and I did this moon ritual and I kind of got like a clear a clear understanding of what I wanted to do just by doing this moon ritual so I highly recommend just like look up moon ritual on Pinterest or something and do one and like when you ask yourself what your life purpose is and just like write down the first thing, like Brielle said, like the first thing that comes to your mind, like just write, just don't think too much about it. Just whatever you think in your mind right away, just write down and just start, I, you know, drawing ideas up. But there's always something that you're passionate about. Like if you can just think about like, what can I go 20 minutes talking about? just 20 minutes like what what fires you up like what gets you excited to learn about
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, okay how do you handle stress and do you want to talk a little bit about why it's bad for you
1: yeah definitely so I don't really feel stressed um I remember in high school and like middle school, even like as a kid, like I wasn't very stressed out. Like I remember I could have been in like elementary school, like screaming, crying over like not getting my projects perfect. And like stupid stuff would stress me out. Like homework would stress me out. And like, that was like kid problems when like, when you're a kid, nothing should stress you out. And I remember I was like the most stressed out kid, like over nothing. But um, I started just let go of shit, like, I think a lot of it was, like, a lot of not caring as much, like, not in a sense of being a careless person, but just not giving a fuck about, like, what people think about what, um, what I have to do, like, even, like, with some responsibilities, I think that we get so caught up in, like, our responsibilities and if we don't get them done in this amount of time and in these days, then, like, like, it's, like, I don't know, because, like, to me, it doesn't stress me out anymore, because I'm, like, what's going to happen then? Nothing. Then you just do it the next day, but... Yeah, so I think that I do yoga, obviously, to not be stressed, specifically, like, for me, hot yoga, because you, your body's under stress in the sense that, like, it's so hot in that room, and I think that there's a sense of putting your body under good stress and bad stress, and I think that the more you put your body under good stress, you're more likely to not have bad stress, because you already put, you already, like, moved through a difficult situation, so Another way to do this, I don't personally do this, but I heard it's amazing, is like cold showers because um, you're building resilience in your body. Um, meditation obviously helps me without not eating, being stressed. Also eating good, like eating high vibrational foods. I think that when you're eating food that has bad energy, and I don't even mean in regards to just like meat and dairy, but I mean like fast foods, oily foods, greasy foods, uh, processed foods, foods that your body doesn't really digest. Um not literally putting actual stress on your body physically, therefore, emotionally, you're more likely to feel stressed, um, but I definitely want to talk about why stress is bad for you, because our society, we're all so stressed out, and it's, like, it's just, like, we're all just so stressed out about everything, and We have every reason to be. I mean, we have a lot on our plate as Americans. We have so many bills. We have car payments. We have families and kids and work and, you know, drama. Like, it's just so much. But so scientifically, I'm going to get a little scientific here. When you're stressed out, you have, in your nervous system, you can activate your sympathetic nervous system or your parasympathetic nervous system. You want your parasympathetic nervous system activated more often because this is the rest and repair mode. This is when your body's at a state of equilibrium. Um, The sympathetic nervous system, when that's activated, this starts to activate the cortisol levels in your body, um, raising them, and also adrenaline in your body that starts to raise as well. So when your cortisol levels are getting high and your adrenaline is raised, you're putting your body under a state of stress. So your body is preparing for protection or for fight because naturally we're animals. So our bodies in the past, as like cavemen, used to literally have to fight like whatever bears and like actual humans and things like that, battles. Um, so our body was made to build the stress so that we can get ourselves through these difficult times. Um, but now we live in such an easy world where everything stresses us out and our body doesn't know the difference. So our body does the same thing in, internally as it would for somebody holding a gun to your head or your boss stressing you out, your body does the same thing within, so when these levels are raised in your body's chemicals are activated, you are blocking your body from basically doing anything else, and this can lead to like brain fog, this can lead like stress, for example, if you struggle with like uh, weight, stress makes you fat, because it literally like builds fat cells, you can have achy joints, you can have achy bones, um, you can't really think straight when you're stressed out. So all of these things physically happen. your heart rate starts to go up and then you can have, you know, problems with blood pressure and heart attack and things like that. So when you're stressed out, you're putting your body in these systems all the time. And eventually your body just has to get used to it to the point where it never comes out of fight or flight mode. And if you're never out of fight or flight mode, your body cannot do the things it needs to do to calm down. And everything else that happens as a result of stress is going to always be a part of your life. So for example, people think like they're just fat or they're just inflamed or they they just have acne. You don't just have these things and these things are not normal or natural. You have these things because of something and a lot of the times it's stress. Sometimes it's other things, you know, hormones, genetics, things like that. But for the most part, I guarantee you, if you try to reduce your stress levels, your health in general will increase immensely, even if you don't change your diet.
0: Yeah, I can, I can speak a little bit on that because like you said, like I wanted to start like a tangible business and it got to the point where I'm like, okay, like, when I have an idea, I want to act on it right away, and that's not good because obviously you can't start a business. I mean, you can't start a business overnight, but it's not going to be, you know, great. But I wanted to start it so bad right away, and I was I stressed myself out. I'm like, oh my god, like I just am falling behind. Like I really want to start this right now, and I just can't because I don't have the time, and I have to research and source and and all this stuff, and I was stressing myself out so bad, and I started breaking out. I started like sleeping less just like you said like i just was not my whole body was just in a funk and my cycle my whole like system was just not working right and when i finally let go and i'm just like just calm down like you don't have to do everything at one time like it's okay i finally started to get back on track to like my regular routine my regular life like my cycle and my system started working a little bit better but like it's stress really really affects your body and it's so hard not to be stressed out especially like you said like in this day and age like my I have family members that just live in stress all day long every day they're just so scared they're like oh my god I want this coronavirus to end like I'm so I've never seen this in my life like this is getting so bad it's so bad and they're just like my life there's just all these bad things keep happening to me why do they keep happening to me I'm like because you're always negative and you're always speaking, <laughs> like on what's not what's happening to you and that's not good. Like your, your state and your vibration is just like flatlined. So Mm -hmm. a little bit of food for thought for you guys, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely, I feel, you know, I don't stress myself out anymore because, you know, there's nothing good that comes from it. Just like emotional intelligence, like nothing good comes from being stressed no, and it can literally
1: affect your, your health and give you disease. Stress leads to disease. And there's so many people who have healed themselves from like things like cancer to arthritis to the flu, like whatever it is that they've experienced. People have healed themselves from real diseases just by reducing their stress levels.
0: Yeah, like, you always see, like, the cancer, some of the cancer patients are, like, so positive about their journey, and, like, going to chemo, and they're, like, smiling, like, just so full of life, and they and they beat it, and you're just, like, what the heck, like, how did you do that, and then there's other people that are just, like, depressed, and they're always getting sick, they're always have the flu, they always have a cold or something, and you look at their mindset, and it's just, you know, they're always down and depressed, and it's really sad that a lot of doctors and, and such don't really talk about stress
1: yeah and it's hard because our doctors don't learn these things either they don't learn about stress they don't learn about nutrition so they only go by what they know and that's that's really everybody who you can ever learn from that's why it's so important to be in your own power and you know trust in your own beliefs because everybody's only going to teach you what they know and what's worked for them so it's really about like being yourself especially like for me like I like won't go to the doctor like at all and of course they're trusted people but like it's just that I view things differently than a doctor would view them and I feel like I am in my power enough to know I can heal myself through you know herbs and and food and juicing and things like that before I can heal myself with an antibiotic but that's just me being in my truth
0: yeah I agree and A lot of doctors, like, if you say that to them, they're like, you're, you're wrong. Because they're taught, (laughs) they're taught on a different wavelength. But, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't trust you because you're, what are you, who are you? Like, you don't have a degree. And, you know, I always trust doctors and science and this and this and this. But it's like, you can't have that mindset of just trusting doctors because,
1: yes. Your power away yeah if you only trust them I'm not I think doctors are completely reputable but you're giving your power away when somebody can tell you what you need more than you can tell yourself
0: yeah but I have I've had a lot of doctors who can't even I'll I'll ask them about like a certain ingredient list or something that you know (laughs) and they're just like they can't explain it they're just looking at me dumbfounded like it's it's so 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 scary because it just shows you that the normal person doesn't ask questions. Like I went in there like when I was pregnant, I asked so many questions about like what they were trying to give me and I've refused to take like everything because honestly, I'm not going to, you know. And I'm just like, "Can you explain why I need this?" And they're like, "You you just need it." I'm like, "Okay, can you explain like what it does for me?" And they they just were stuttering like they couldn't give me like an actual explanation of what it actually does to help me they were just like this is what you take this is we don't really need to give you an explanation and you know that's why it sucks because a lot of people like I don't trust you because you're not a doctor you don't have a degree and it's hard you know talking to the average person now because they just if you're a doctor they listen if a doctor says that like I've had some family members that you know I can tell them about their health all day long and they are like okay but my doctor said I have to take this and it's just like all right whatever
1: it's they do that to um to Taj to my boyfriend. Like he said like he's gone to the doctor and they've been like, Oh, like are you getting your flu shot today? And he's like, No. And they're like, Oh, like we really recommend that you do that. And he's like, No. Like, I don't need that. No thanks. But they like when you say no, they don't like that.
0: <laughs> if you say no to a doctor, they literally tell all the other doctors and then you look you get looked at like you're a freaking monkey or something <laughs> in the office. Like I I was literally known as like that girl like when I walked in everybody would just be like here we go like everybody just and they (laughs) wouldn't give up they wouldn't give up like every time I'd go in like can you please just take this like they were begging me to take some stuff I'm like I I really would just appreciate it if you just and this was for your pregnancy yeah
1: oh my god and you had such a healthy pregnancy like all by yourself
0: and, like, I, it was to the point where I, like, wouldn't go to appointments. I would just miss them because I w- it was just so pointless for me to go because they just kept on doing unnecessary things and just trying to get me to have, like, all these shots. And, like, it was just really uncomfortable. And I will never go to a doctor again, ever. <laughs> okay, we went off on a little tangent. <laughs> but um, I think that's everything that I've had written down. Do you have anything you want to add?
1: No, I mean, I think we covered everything. I'm happy with what we left for the people.
0: Yeah, I I feel like this is really going to help a lot of you because, you know, I feel like a lot of us go through this stuff and it's not talked about enough. But um, yeah, whatever episode you guys, I mean, episode, whatever topics you guys want. Mean to talk about us talk about again i mean obviously like we could make a million episodes talking about (laughs) health and wellness but um just let me know and like i said um on all the other episodes i'll have her instagram everything linked in in the show notes and everything um yeah i guess that's it thank you thank you be
1: back (laughs)